I'm Marisol. And I'm Adam. And you are listening to the, the Reading, Reading Aloud, Aloud podcast. podcast. A podcast where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication is explored in real time by a real couple. That's us. In season two, we bring you along on our tour to keep the conversation going. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> First of all, you should see Adam's hair right now because it is the hair of a man who A, hasn't seen a barber in, in way too long and B, probably about is, two months and B is so mad at himself right now because we just recorded a like <laughs> 45 minute live podcast <laughs> on Facebook live like we do every Tuesday now and I didn't hit record on the audacity <laughs> So we, I mean, the Facebook Live was fine, but the, <laughs> we didn't get any of the audio. And so Mighty Soul was like, just hit record. And here we are. So and this I'm one's going to be, off. this one's going to be a short one because maybe you do need that glass of wine. I think I do. Yeah, you can have it. Um, this is going to be a short one because we're going to do a synopsis of what we talked about on the live. And in all honesty, we, we circled we circled for a while before we got to the good stuff anyways. And so if you want to go back to the live and watch it, um, that'd be just fine. And it'd be great. You get two in one week. It's going to be awesome. I got my wine. Yeah, great. So Adam's got I, his wine. I mean, and, I can't believe that happened. You know... I, it's it it's was bound right. to happen one time. Well, though. that's what I was gonna say. It we, was bound. We to haven't had that time. kind of mistake happen before, and of course, it's gonna, it's gonna happen again. Mm-hmm. We need to be prepared mm-hmm. for it. Bad things happen, y'all. It's freaking the pandemic. It's the pandemic, and bad things happen are happening right now. I mean, blessings out to all the frontline, especially the hospital workers out there. Yeah, seriously. Really, these folks are putting their lives on the line. I have so much gratitude and I hope that we can all come together after, well, during, and then especially, well, especially during and after this is all over, um, and just to just love like, and love support, them up. Love, love them, them up. up. Okay. So the topic for the week was your topic and it was about roles. Roles. And, yeah. How mm-hmm. roles in relationships are magnified because of the pandemic and yeah. how we are And we finding... spent 45 minutes talking about it. Yep. And um, it was a really good... Go on Facebook. Watch it. Just watch it. Now here we are. Yeah. Watch yeah, it. Go and on we'll the t- Reading we'll Loud t- podcast page on Facebook. And we'll tell you something else on this thing. So on this podcast, we'll talk about how, you know, I mean, flow with me, babe. You just start yeah. talking. I mean, basically the idea was that it, we are practicing, you are practicing stating your needs. Yeah. Which is really difficult for me. Um, now this wine is making my mouth water and it's hard to talk. Um <laughs> So, we're a mess. We did not yeah, record the podcast. Okay. We just no, 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 no. It's it's good. It's good. The, so I am really bad at stating my needs, and I don't like. I think that could come from a lot of different places, but it's it's really hard for me to ask for something that I need, to ask for something that I want, and I think it's a mixture of being raised in a way that was like having some kind of fierce independence. And always with a little chip on my shoulder and always needing to 
um, do things yourself to prove yourself in a kind of way. Do you know what a chip on your shoulder means? Means like you have something to prove? No, it means you kind of walk around with a resentment or some frustration about something. Like a chip on your shoulder is like somebody who's just kind of bitter and grouchy all the time. Yeah, I think there's a piece of that in okay. there. Yeah, I, I was, in, it a way, was a, well, in a way, but it didn't sound exactly right. Yeah, maybe, Anyways, maybe not exactly. I would never say in a million years that you walk around with a chip on your shoulder. You are yeah. so joyous and loving. That's fair enough. I, I think I was more meaning about like kind of something to prove. Mm-hmm. Um, and and being that I was really raised that way was the point that I was really making. And so like there's something there that I always want to do something myself. And then at the same time, I have created a narrative in my mind where I expect others to act similarly and, or I imagine that others are thinking the same things that I am around stuff. And it's just not true and people don't interact with the world in the way that I do. And that's totally fine and great. Right. And, um, so it's just, so there's it's an just element something of, that I'm working on. Because, there's an element of mind reading and an element of yeah. martyrdom. Yeah. Very much mm-hmm. so. Yep. Very much so. Yeah. So the other thing that we talked about was how roles. much do I owe you for that or what? <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Yes. I am your therapist. No, that would be, an, yeah, that's a nightmare of mine. Um, so, you know, the other thing we talked about was roles in the relationship and I had made the point because, you know, we're all kind of like, again, we're in this Petri dish of social experimentation and also of, um, Hey, trouser, nice toenails. Um, and also of a magnifying glass being put on our lives. And so Mm -hmm. we're seeing like, like, you know, we were talking about how you were cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner and starting to need a little space with that and asked me to cook or make lunch. And, you know, in reality, we are um, doing more of some things and as we do less of a lot of things. So we're doing less running around, driving this, that. Those are all things that are burdensome too. But we're doing more dishes, more cooking, more cleaning up the house because we're using it all more, more buying of household things because we're using it all more and all of our conveniences are gone. So I just kind of made the point like it's not necessarily that, you know, we're all being responsible for more other than if we go out to eat, we don't have to cook or clean the dishes. But we are, we are just doing less of a lot of other stuff. So more of this. Yeah. And I think because we're doing more of a narrowed amount of things then therefore communication and roles of those things in in some ways the communication becomes a little bit more important or the equality around it becomes more important because if you're doing more of the things that were typically one person's role then you're going to have to shift in a way um or you in my opinion you should shift in a way um because then you're adding an increasing amount of burden on that one person. And, uh, and you know, so that's a great point. So if I'm doing the dishes right. and then we're having to do, we're doing three times 70%, as many, exactly. yeah, then the person who does the dishes needs to maybe get a, a, a load off, I, I, except for that. If the things that y- the other person was doing before 
were things that weren't in the house. Cause you know, that, that word all, you know, I, the bathroom needs cleaning more. So I'm going to clean the bathroom more. We need to do more cooking. So you're going to do more cooking. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that's just where the communication piece comes in. And I think that like, you know, tying it back together in terms of, you know, me asking for my needs, I think there were some areas, um, through here where, you know, I was, I was needing some clarity on, I was needing, and sometimes it's for me, it's not even, I struggle with communicating my needs. I mean, that in terms of like things that I want you to do, it's not that necessarily it's communicating how I am interacting with the world throughout certain moments and how I am being and how you can better kind of show up for me. Does that make sense? It's, yeah. You and know, it's, one of yeah. the things, one of the examples that we talked about was you being in a flow. So when you get to do something, get to doing something, you kind of dip in, in a meditative way and into a flow, whether it's cooking or, you know, sweeping or whatever you're doing, you're in a flow. Right. And I will often say, Hey babe, come here real quick or do this or do that. Or can you hand me this or whatever? And you've gotten frustrated at me and you were saying like, I'm in this meditative place in IE it's a little bit sacred for me there. And I had never really heard you say that that way or seen it that way. So I was telling you like, you, you gotta, you gotta really work on sharing these, this information mm -hmm. more mm -hmm. than a need, just like clue me into what's happening behind the scenes because I like knowing that create that is so much more information for me to make decisions based on the fact that now I understand this thing that I totally want to respect and honor for you. Like it's a deep desire for me. And that should be, I think that's a lesson, uh, almost like a life lesson out there in relationships is that, you know, the more we communicate our interaction with the world, that we prefer our needs, our feelings, um, the better we, we have to trust. I have to trust that you want to support me. Yes. And I have yep. to trust that, that, that you want to be there for me in the best way. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I know that. Yeah. You so know, we, and, yeah. we then joked about the fact that we're reading this nonviolent communication book and that we're going to a have to reread it cause it's confusing. Four or five it, times, yeah. Probably. Confusing. And we're both like, I mean, I'm finding myself somewhat resistant to certain things, but that we joke about how scripted it is. And you made a great point. Like we need to know the rules to break them. So in other words, give us the like most scripted formal way of approaching NVC and and then we can take it from there and kind of adapt it and make it more casual. Yeah, you got to start at that end of it. Yeah. At least to understand it. Right. And so, but, but you know, as we're talking, like communication is great and all, but we're not um, like, like we had a great conversation um, on the Facebook Live about how nauseating it made me to feel like everything needs to be communicated out in such depth because I feel like one We're of in the, such a scripted way. And one of the lessons that I learned in life was that if your family, things are just more casual, there's more permissions. Um, and I don't think I always appreciated that growing up because I didn't always feel heard or understood or respected. Um, and so I asked for different things in my own family, but I think that, I think that, you know, 
I do appreciate to a certain extent that family or, you know, at least between you and I is one of the places that we can relax and just Mm -hmm. really be openly ourselves without having to constantly, you know, this or that, or, you know, what should, what should I say or how should I say it? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Can I be honest with you? Yes. My mind drifted there. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, we're... I was really into what you were saying, and then I took a I took a drink of my wine, <laughs> and then I like looked up and I saw this like this bag, and it made me think of this work thing, and I was still listening. But then you like got farther away, and I apologized so much. <laughs> but towards the end, I was just I was thinking about NVC. And you're this, gonna like, have to listen work to thing and this coalition the No, well, so when and we then were, you finish, and I was like, I don't know what the last well, twenty words of what you said were. Right. Well, and also, um, I apologize. No, not a problem. Um, not a problem. So the other thing that I will say is that we did highs and lows <laughs> as a part of the Facebook Live, um, and. Now that we know them, we don't have to keep people on pins and needles right. waiting for let's them. So let's hear it. Start with the low because I don't like to end on the low. Got Highs, it. lows, buds. Got it. Got rose, it. Thorn, thr- thorn, rose thorn bud. Yep. Rose thorn bud. Um, so my, it, it was actually I was saying from last uh, Tuesday when we did our previous live and our recording this, um, it's been a great week. It's been probably one of the better quarantine weeks that we've had. Um, and my low was just some like struggles uh, finishing some projects at work, taking a lot longer than I thought. And that, that always gives me a lot of stress. And so that was kind of my low. Um, my high was, uh, what was my high? Exercise routine. No, that was my bud. That's, that's the one I remember was my bud was really looking forward to I'm really in a good Wait, exercise I was really long remember you had yeah. a bunch to explain I know I know um because it was the first one that I thought of and so I probably I've like pulled it out of a hat um but at least my bud was my exercise routine I'm in a really good flow and I'm really looking forward to kind of the next week of exercise and because that's that's a big way that I remain healthy um, if you think of it, yeah, go, you, so, you go. So, uh, the funny thing is, is I think this really speaks to our personalities a lot that this was not my favorite week of quarantine. Mm. And in part, because I was not as like, so the first two weeks of quarantine were truly the best. I exploded. I was like, all right. Like my response to quarantine was like pivot. So problem solve like adrenaline, like go create, do be there for people, like make stuff up, like support. I mean, it was like, I was like, this is what I'm made for emergencies. (laughs) And I felt you do respond really well when situations are really high intensity. Yes. So I did. And I had great weeks and one of those weeks was okay for you, but one of those weeks was really bad for you you were in a low place for at least two days of one of those weeks felt very lost at work and I was like I just was I think it was interesting because we were there together living the exact identical life out uh, other than work and I was having a great time and it was so nice to be able to support you 
Um, I was glad I wasn't feeling bummed too. Um, so but, what's your rose thorn bud? Right. I know. So I'm speaking to something else real quick. So then, you know, I think it says a lot that this week, which was much more boring and yeah. not quite as full, um, but much more balanced and even keeled. It was, is not at all my favorite week. In fact, it's been a difficult one in a way. Uh-huh. Um, and so my, thorn was saturday you we woke up and i was just cranky wrong side of the bed and you said it's gonna be a great day it's gonna be an awesome day and we have this funny history with anytime you say it's gonna be a great day it's inevitably the worst day that has ever been written into history (laughs) and so i was like don't say it but i was already on the wrong side of the bed and we knew that um and which is part of why you said that. But yeah. And, you know, I had to like manually make myself happier that day. I had to finally get myself into a yoga class. And thank you for that suggestion. And then and then I threw a virtual dress up party. So if you're a part of which my. Was awesome. It was awesome. There were like 18 people who came. So on Facebook, I have uh, my soul SOL soul spring style group and we're doing so much cool stuff in addition it is really fun i enjoy participating in it thanks babe in addition to the fact that i hosted a virtual dress-up party and people were so happy to get dressed up and have a reason to and it just people felt great i felt great it was a game changer um the the rose was that trouser and i are both training for a iron pup (laughs) i mean I just think that's the best name ever. Um, no, we're we're doing. I'm doing couch to 5K. I've never been a strong runner, and I've almost run a 5K before. So couch to 5K, and I'm so proud because our puppy dog asked to come one day, and we were like, "Uh oh, this is gonna be a bunch of stops and starts." But she pace she crushed it she crushed it and so she's been on five of these and we're increasing she's in our 13 running time and she crushed it probably she's 12 we just found out she's younger than we thought she was that was another she's high. 12 and a half that was another high we cleaned out all of our um filing cabinets and just we're in shredding town right now it's the best and we found her adoption paperwork and she's younger than we thought <laughs> And then my bud is I've got some cool project projects in the works. So definitely follow me um, on Instagram at, at Soul Reflection or on my Facebook business page, which is also Soul Reflection. S O L Reflection. Do you know that the Reading Aloud podcast has an Instagram? It does. Not much happens on it. Although, are we gonna do? Are we gonna put little snipperoos? We might. We might. We might. It's we it's might at Reading up. Aloud podcast, but we. We have, have, a, a couple we have of Reading Aloud podcast on Facebook, which is really where all the juice is. That's where our lives, yeah. the live stream. Yeah. Happen. But, well, I, I love that. I love that. I know what my rose was. What is it? So it was um, our, our pastor's sermon at church Aww. around being at peace. And so um, our pastor, Sarah, at um, Land of the Sky, UCC Church, uh, which we go to here in Asheville, North Carolina, her virtual church service. And our pastor gave this sermon on being at peace. And it was just really special. And it was a really um, say, say, sacred say moment more, because she's, she had, she's, you know. yeah. So today she was, it was her sermon before she today went into an open heart surgery. And um, she's came out okay. And we've gotten updates that she's, doing well and healthy but um it was really just about 
finding peace and being at peace when making decisions and uh, um, making decisions and um, going forward and moving through life from a state of peace rather than from a state of fear and anxiety. Which is so good for her in that process around coming to peace with her crazy, difficult, scary surgery, but also for all of us in the pandemic. It was just perfectly paralleled. Yeah. And Sarah, if you're listening, which we hope you do hope and you do. are, we love we're you. So, we love you. We're so glad that you're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. It's That's awesome. Good. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for round two. <laughs> all right. Bye. Thanks you all for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.